Hi, this is David from Wedding Business Growth. Wedding Business Growth is committed to helping you succeed in the wedding and events industry and grow your business in a sustainable way. Thank you for tuning into Wedding Business Growth Podcast. And now stay tuned for part three of this episode. I think the challenging is trying to cut through all the layers. Um, there's so many different layers and, you know, it's funny because you talk to, so for us, we have commerce, we have Rhode Island Department of Health, we have Department of Business Regulations, you know, and so those are the people we typically are dealing with directly. So it's funny how, you know, they give you one person and that person shares it to the other person. So by the time you get through, it's like, where did it go? It stopped. It, it was like, yeah, I, I had, um, I had actually one of the calls with um, uh, the doctor who literally runs every press conference and talks about all the health um, initiatives and, and what's going on. And so literally she was on the call and we talked about um, dancing and we, we were trying to bring in dancing. And she's like, well, this was the first time really hearing it directly and getting a sense of how important it is to your industry. And it's different hearing it from commerce, but hearing it from you um, it makes more sense. And what you guys have done and what you guys have uh, put forward to make it safer to happen. So we will work on that. And then that's when uh, two weeks later, we actually did get the announcement. Um, so it was, uh, it's interesting. Again, it, it's the layers of getting through. I know media was very crucial in helping us when we did the rallies. It was funny when they were actually doing the press conference, they would actually interview them and say, oh, the uh, coalition is outside. Are you planning to speak with them? This was to our governor at the time. And she says, well, yeah, we'll sit down. We'll, we'll make an arrangement and we'll have a table discussion. She got asked that question three times in a matter of uh, I don't know, three, four months. Never did that happen. Never did we have a one-on-one -on -one like, like she said. We always got kind of put into um, the, uh, the other team. So I feel like that was the challenge a lot for us with government and um, just trying to get through the layers and trying to get to the right people, the decision makers. Uh, those, that's really the biggest thing. And they always they give you uh, other people so you can kind of um, go through them. And, and, and again, it doesn't end up getting through on the other line. So that's kind of where I found um, some of the biggest challenges that we had. Um, and, you know, eventually we were able again to push forward. And now we've got, like I said, a seat at, at the table with the governor. And that was just by chance because he happened to be the lieutenant governor and uh, the transition happened. So that worked out really well for us. But uh, yeah, that's that's where we've been with government. No, I just got to say that this is uh, this has been a, this has been a great show so far. Like, uh, it's high level conversation. You, you well, you yeah. kind of think about like it being being again. I, I keep referencing being in Florida and and being as quote unquote open as we've been yeah. in some areas, like in corporate events and things like that, it's are still are down. still not happening. Yeah. But from from a social event standpoint and wedding standpoint, I mean, we are kind of you know back to working, but yeah. Just listening to all of you talk about this, it, it it's one of those things where we knew that we wanted to kind of be behind this regardless, even though like we're in the situation yeah. we are in Florida, but now even more so understanding the deeper passion and de deeper reason behind it that Megan, you, yeah. you've talked about a lot and all, all of you have talked about a lot. Um, it just, 
just really makes me good that, that we're uh, we're able to continue to keep bringing this and we're going to do that we're going to continue to keep doing whatever we can um you, you know the audience that we have thank goodness are, are pretty loyal and, and come see us every week and yeah. we appreciate them for doing that and so hopefully if we can continue to keep spreading the word that way and helping everybody understand why this this is not an effort that can just be done by a small collective group of people we really it's all a, have to get yeah. together and do this it's definitely a national effort for sure it's pretty uh it's pretty impressive so yeah. um so we're gonna get we're getting a little bit closer to the end of the, the show here and i always like to let the audience watching know that if you have any questions or comments uh please start sending those in uh whatever platform you're on right now if you do have any comments for anybody on our panel tonight uh go ahead and drop those in and i know sometimes facebook is a little bit delayed so yeah. i like to ask that ahead of time and as we kind of start wrapping the show up and we'll see if any uh, questions do come in uh, I'm going to kind of ask a two-part question to each one of you. And uh, so the first part of the question is maybe really just let the viewers know in your area, in your market that you're working right now, where does the state stand? Uh, and this might be a loaded question, so the best that you can do it. But where does it stand as far as both um, wedding and social events and then also corporate events? And then secondly, what are maybe some things coming up that you're aware of soon that will be kind of exciting or, or wins that you feel have happened since this effort has started. So Megan, we'll start with you. Sure. Uh, right now in the state of Illinois, we are at 50 people for events. Um, you can have multiple events in one venue um, as long as they're not crossing paths. So they basically, you, a hotel, if they were, or a convention center could have uh, multiple 50 person events as long as they have separate entrances and restrooms and all that kind of stuff. But we're, um, I have said this for a long time and food for thought, but the wedding event industry and social event industry is going to save this industry. They are going to save the rest of the industry that is corporate and um, meeting based. Um, and so we have to give ourselves a lot of credit that all these advocates are associated with that part of the industry. And we haven't seen a huge amount of turnout from the, the, the very, you would call the heart of the corporate meeting in a convention industry. Um, we do not, we foresee in the next upcoming months that we will get um, from a max 50% capacity or 50 people, we'll probably go up to 65 or 75%. Um, and hopefully about 100 people for a max indoors. But I also foresee that that will go up even more quickly as we see vaccinations across the country increase um, and we see rates drop. We're seeing those rates drop in Illinois because people do wear masks and they do follow social distancing and they, and they generally are following the guidelines because they were put in place so early and they've been consistent. Um, so we're, we're excited about our summer. I, um, I'm excited to be planning 300 person events for late summer in Chicago and Illinois. Um, so we're, we're very hopeful about that. Um, we have to get to that because we can go across the border to Wisconsin and do 300 people, no problem, or the same in, uh, Indiana or other places around the area. So, um, that's the future of events in the, in the next upcoming months, I see, at least in the state of Illinois. But then um, for corporate events, uh, 
we're going to go and see, we're, we're going to see a, a very slow pace of pickup. One of the things that a lot of people don't understand is that um, corporate events have been heavily based on hotels and convention centers for a very long time. And in cities like New York or Chicago, that includes union labor. Mm-hmm. And you can't bring back many of the hotels in Chicago and New York City will probably never open um, or they won't open until later this year because of the fact that they have to for they cannot support union labor banquet staff. Let's say they, they, they won't reopen for events. Let me clarify. Um, you can't support banquet staff uh, with a wedding for 50 or 100 people, even if it were 300 people just on the weekends. You have to be able to give them full-time wages and you have to be able to bring in enough revenues to support their, um, their, you know, their benefits. And so I foresee that that will be the hardest hit industry was we will not see corporate events for a long time just because we can't, we can't get them, we can't even get the hotels open. So, it, and it's, it's such a, it's, a, it's an interesting concept too, because you really have to think about which comes first the chicken or the egg, right? Or the, you, you can't, do you open the, do you open the hotels to bring back the corporate business or do you have to have the corporate business come back to open the hotels? Ooh. So it's, it's a complicated issue and anywhere else that deals with union labor is going to be dealing with those issues. Is that, did that answer all the questions? I hope. Yeah, that's perfect. I love <laughs> that was above and beyond. yeah, that was awesome. Okay. That was a great point. Honestly, great points about the corporate events. And it's actually funny yeah. that you mentioned that because David and I were literally talking about that this afternoon before we got on the show. Yep. And I think it's a really great point. And also, I also, maybe you can add to this as well and, and get your thoughts, but I'd also, to for corporations to put their employees at stake, to go out to an event, to go travel there, and then to take on that liability, mm. that might play into it as well, um, for sure. But uh, no, those are really fantastic points. Um, absolutely. I do think that the liability, I mean, if we're seeing pushback on people willing to participate at events, one of the things I strongly you know, suggest often is that we have to remember that social events are they're willing participants. Um, yeah. The people who, who attend these events, they don't have to go. They could yeah. they could choose not to go, but they choose to go. So our concern should be less about those people who are attending the events. I'm not as concerned about their well-being. I'm concerned about the people who have no choice, which are the workers. And that's why I yeah. bring up, and I've talked with lots of people about how we have to create these workplace environments that are healthy workplace environments. And that's part of the advocacy in the future is also getting government to recognize that we create a workplace place environment every single time we put together an event and we bring in vendors from different companies different backgrounds every single time they're 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 different and they bring together their collective group and without you know without strong guidelines and recommendations kind of like OSHA if you Mm -hmm. don't have that we're creating these unsafe workplace environments and I'm not as concerned about the guests attending yeah. I'm really concerned about the workers. So it's also an issue that if um, food and beverage workers in your state are considered essential workers um, because they're being forced to go to jobs that they have to be in person for, right? Events mm-hmm. industry individuals also should be considered essential workers. And this gets back to my concept of that we have to remember that we ha- we have to start, you know, preaching that we are essential. and. Yeah. And our staff, we don't have the choice of getting out of a contract necessarily. 
um, because of uh, of a pandemic. Some, you know, in Texas, I hear of caterers that have to send their workers into an event venue with 250 unmasked guests. I don't care about the guests. If they want to get sick from COVID, right. that's their business for showing up to the event. But those that that 20 those 20 catering servers who are working there they don't have a choice because they have to feed their families and that's the issue that we really need to be presenting an advocacy for the future for government to recognize yeah fantastic wow. point yeah such definitely. a great point luke anything to add to that on your end luke um i mean you know going for well i think the big thing for us that we're finding is um, you know, with the success of everything happening and moving the needle forward for us, um, I think that, you know, looking at the, um, the next couple of weeks is going to be huge. I think there was an announcement yesterday by the CDC that mentioned that if everybody is vaccinated, then nobody at the event would have to wear masks or social distance. So they stated that yesterday, and that's a big statement from the CDC. And so... That really mm -hmm. just shows going forward that there is um, something to look forward to. Um, in the meantime, I mean, we have to get through all of these these moments. I mean, I, I think the biggest thing our government um, in in Rhode Island, anyways, keeps talking about this variant strain, and they keep scaring people, and they, and they you know, and it's just like okay, but they want to almost shut you down ahead of time with the idea that it may happen again, that it may happen. So we're like, we can't do that anymore. We need to move forward. So what we're, you know, pushing for is, listen, let's go forward. Let's you know, keep people safe. Let's do what we got to do, but let's open up. And then if uh, we find that the strain comes back and we have to, you know, come back, we, we've done it before. I mean, in Rhode Island, we had something called the pause. It literally was like four weeks, um, three to four weeks of like everything just shut down and literally like, 15 people at an event, uh, if that, and I mean, it was, it was just insane. So we knew what, what that is and we know how to handle it if we do. So we are just like, so let's just move forward. So I think they're finally getting that and they're just, you know, they're okay with, I guess, making, um, even though it's hard for them to even put down commitment dates and times because we've asked them for that, but um, they've given me a time of April 10th. So that's our next stage of, of, of movement. Um, and we're hoping to you know, completely go on. I mean, we had an action plan and Megan and I spoke earlier uh, about some of the action plan items that we're working on. So, but the, the pure fact that they asked for it, which is different, you know, normally it's like, would you take this? Can you get some information we want to, you know, we want to open up this time. It's like, all right, what is your action plan? In fact, they said, you know, what do you want to see? In fact, I have the questions here. What do you want to see now? What do you want to see in the next two to four weeks? And what do you want to see four weeks on? And they wow. gave them different stages and asking us those questions. And that was the senior advisor for, um, you know, the, our governor here. So that has certainly felt like an accomplishment to be heard and being asked to be heard. So we've been doing that. And on the same token, as I've seen um, someone mention about proms, um, we're working on proms too. I mean, these students here have had, um, you know, the seniors this year, a lot of them, juniors last year didn't have proms. They didn't have winter balls. They didn't have... Um, all of these celebrations that, uh, you know, when you become a senior, like they're all gone. So 
we're starting to see, especially with our coalition, we're using the idea of safe events with weddings and how we can incorporate that with proms. And, and you know, we've come up with ideas where, listen, if you have to do an outside tent because you can get more people, why don't you have one school book the tent, you know, book the, the tent all week, Monday through Thursday. Um, one school do Monday, another school do Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, split the course and be able to utilize that. So it's really just coming together um, but these are some of the accomplishments that are happening. I mean, uh, it, it's just great to see. And, um, you know, I think Megan and I talked earlier too. There's also, um, you know, there's a lot of people that are involved that have um, a little bit of skin in the game, if you will, like celebrations that, uh, you know, weddings and, and things like that. Uh, like uh, I know our governor has uh a wedding coming up for the family. And so, you know, I think they just want to see the best for everything. And uh, I'm hoping that we're, we're going to be able to continue to move forward. But I, I see, I finally see there's, there's light and, you know, we still got to keep pushing. We've yeah. got to keep making sure that we, uh, we press it, um, that, you know, again, and it, and it's great like, again having formats like this and having formats on clubhouse. I mean, I've learned so much from, um, from Fausto and Megan um, and obviously Heidi and, and a number of people uh, that we've connected with, and uh, I think it's just been great to hear and help, help help each other out to move forward. Very good. Looks like Heidi was able to jump back on with us. Heidi, I, I don't know if you wanted to add any kind of just, you know, maybe some wins, maybe some things that you guys have seen that have worked well for you so far in your efforts. Sure. Well, um, we're slowly getting wins right now. So we um, didn't even have receptions included in any of the guidelines. It just happened. Um, they slyly and quietly added it, um, I think like a week and a half ago. Um, and then stadiums and amusement parks being allowed to open and that guidance coming out is actually a huge win because um, stadiums are more than just sports. So that's a huge win for part of the industry um, and especially since we did so much work with uh, with the Red Alert, we're really excited for all those unions that we've marched in San Francisco with and um, really put a lot of energy into. So um, I think it's coming. I mean, right now, uh, three households um, can get together and gather. That's for anything, wedding, any, any kind of event, I guess you would call it. Um, no food and beverage are allowed, which is kind of funny because I don't know what reception you don't have food to drink at, but, um, (laughs) and, um, and ceremonies have been allowed the whole time. So, um, I think it's coming. I think by this summer we'll have small events allowed. I'm hoping, um, we know that the health department has been looking at the guidelines that we have submitted and we're not the only ones who have submitted. There's been others. Um, however, I do think that ours are really streamlined and really, um, translate to what they're looking for. It looks a lot like the other guidance that they've put out, thanks to Megan's really hard work in the beginning and pointing us in the right direction. Um, so I think it's coming. I'm planning uh, larger events in the fall. Um, I have two summer events. We are we have Plan A, which is you know 150 people, which probably won't happen, but fingers crossed. And Plan B, which is family only. So um, I think we'll we'll be back we're working right now on figuring out the testing situation how all of this is going to look like for staffing and the legalities and liabilities to the small businesses so that's what we've been working on and we've had a lot of little wins recently we're getting a lot of feedback from the governor finally um 
it's not what everyone wants and our state is um, in a really interesting place and the wedding industry is really starting to get quite angry. Um, there's a lot of real negative posting happening um, and uh, for anybody you know, who's listening, who's in the state of California, just remember that sometimes we actually have to watch our words and um, attacking the government is not going to get us anywhere. And so um, there's already been lawsuits against the state, actually, by some of the associations um, that are out there fighting for reopening and, um, and haven't gotten anywhere. So I don't think that that's going to be the path to reopening. And I think um, hopefully we can come together as a state and really support each other. And if we all get kind of united in our ask, I think we're going to get a lot farther. I couldn't that's agree a more. Powerful statement. Yeah, for sure. I couldn't agree yeah. more. Absolutely. Well, this has been an incredible, incredible opportunity to speak with everybody. And we thank all of you for joining Thanks us tonight. For your time. Uh, just one more time real quick. I just want to drop down in the audience and just say if there's any questions for any of our panelists, uh, please go ahead and drop those in now. We're going to be wrapping up the show here in about four or five minutes. Um, in the meantime, what we'll do is just kind of go around the room as, as you were and, and just kind of uh, have some last words. Also, just a heads up to everybody at 9, 9 p.m. Eastern time, which is uh, going to be probably about a half an hour after we get off. We are going to jump on Clubhouse just to kind of continue the conversation. If anybody would like to join us, uh, Megan, Heidi, obviously you're invited to join us if you'd like to. I know you got ladies have been going all day long so that you may have other obligations and that's okay if you can't make it. But if you can, we'd love for you to join us, and, and we usually will just get on Clubhouse after the show just for a quick recap and answer any questions on there. Sometimes folks uh, can make that that aren't able to make the show. So let's just kind of go around the, the uh, go around the screen as we're seeing here. And again, audience, if you have any questions, if you have any comments, please drop those now uh, before they wrap the show up. So Nick, we'll go with you first. This was a really powerful show, and honestly, I think it's a it extends far beyond just this like like us and like what we're doing i mean this is a national thing that i think is so cool that that everyone on this panel and everyone that was able to to join us tonight the amazing things that they're doing i mean we're, we're looking at true leaders right here and and thank you guys so much and ladies for what you're doing and it's it's beyond what i'm personally capable of doing so i, I commend you so much for what you're doing and appreciate what you're doing for our industry i love that frank yeah, I mean, I just I just want to say that it is possible for two groups of people with the same goal in mind to actually work against each other. And, and, and that's happening in, in my state right now, the state of Virginia, where everybody wants to reopen. But um, there's a group that's trying to go about it in a more tactful way. And then there's a group that's trying to go about it in a more aggressive way. And that group that's getting more aggressive in the state of Virginia is actually hurting the group that's trying to go about it in a more tactful way. And it's actually pushing everyone back together. Um, so, so just keep that in mind that there's still a appropriate way to approach your local state governments when you're doing this and you still want to work together and, and, for the for the same goal you could you don't want to work against each other to reach that same point yeah i think it kind of reminds me of the old profound statement if you want to go fast go alone if you want to go long go with a community yes. and i think that uh in in this in this regard it makes much more sense to c go about it as a community so that we can we can make it through the long haul megan i'll kick it over to you 
Yeah, I like to say you, you catch more flies with uh, honey than you do with vinegar. And um, as much as well, I'm getting some feedback on myself here, um, <laughs> as much as I would love to um, see everything reopen right away, we have to be patient. I want to just remind everybody, though, that like there is an end to this. And you have the ability right now to dictate how that end is going to turn out for you. And it's not necessarily just regarding advocacy and how you position yourself in advocacy, but eventually we will not have a pandemic and we'll all be reopened and we'll all be functioning. And how did you, how did you weather the storm? Did you advocate? Did you, if you had assistance that you could provide to another group, did you take those steps and share them? Even if it's the smallest step. I remember I was on a clubhouse. I had this one, um, somebody was listening in and she emailed me the um, Supreme Court ruling of the Pentecostal church versus Newsom. It was like two days after it came out. You know, that was a huge effort because actually we included that in a response that we had for Virginia um, when we were talking to the Secretary of Commerce. We're using it as an example regarding a kind of an, a, a response versus a rebuttal or an argument, I guess you could say. It was a response. But, um, you know, how are you acting in this time period and are you acting ethically? I also like to remind people that we will remember how everybody acted during this time period and it will go down in your history as your legacy. So if you acted irresponsibly, if you, um, you know, created riots and protests, people are going to remember that. And so let's try to go and be a unified force that that so that government and the public sees us as really powerful, essential, as we were talking about. Um, so that's my my bit of food for thought on how we get through this is this will end and we just need to be really graceful as we go through it. I love that. Luke, well Luke you're up. Uh, great. Uh, that's that's awesome, Megan. And I mean, I think. I think going forward, I mean, this gives you an opportunity to say, all right, this, am I prepared for something else that happens? And it, it kind of puts your mindset here and saying, okay, I, I, the plan for the unexpected. How, I mean, we, we as entertainers, we as planners, and I mean, we always kind of plan that way. But I mean, I think this was the total unexpected for us, uh, you know, kind of finding, uh, all right, this is going to be shut down for a month. Or, all right, wait, we'll, we'll get our May weddings. That's okay. Our May events will be fine. And, you know, and as we continued to follow through with that, it was just like, wow. You know, so um, I think we learned a lot also with um, the ability to do uh, like, you know, even applying for grants. I mean, I, I never had to do that before. Uh, it never would be a thing I, I would think of. Uh, and, uh, you know, we did that or ever having to apply for unemployment or, or um, you know, I, there's a lot of things that we all had to do and learned uh, through this that, you know, uh, obviously, again, never anticipated. So I think those are those are the things that we learned uh, during this and, and making us uh, move forward. And I also think, again, doing things in, in a way that um, working together. Uh, is crucial. And again, Frank, what you said about the two uh, two groups clashing, I mean, that that just it doesn't work. Uh, it creates a, a really bad position um, and moving forward. And I know for us, there were times when some of our um, colleagues just wanted to like, you know, just go rogue and do your own thing. And, and, uh, and again, it sounds great initially, but it, the consequences can have, you know, big 
big burdens on us for going through that. So, um, so that's just kind of uh, what's going on there. And um, Megan, if all things work out, we are doing. Um, there's a DJ conference. We're coming. Where are we going? Is it Deerfield? Is that where it is? Um, yeah, hi at Deerfield. You, you're at. Oh, that's like three miles from my office. So. Yeah. <laughs> No, that's, I, that's amazing. Well, if we ever get through this too, I'm going to be inviting all my, uh, all these wonderful vendor partners out to, for my 10 year anniversary, it's supposed to be later this year. It's going to yeah. be a big party. So let's, let's get through this so that we can party together and celebrate together and, and get to know each other in, oh, yeah. in, in person. Right. Yes. We, that's what we all said. It. Once we really get through this, we are going to have the biggest party as an industry that we've <laughs> ever had. So yep. um, we're going to start getting ready to mark that on the calendar. <laughs> Heidi, any last words for us? Yeah, I just I think one of the big things to remember is I don't think a lot of us understood how invisible of an industry we were. I didn't. I mean, I have been live, eating and breathing this, you know, for 25 years, I didn't realize that people didn't understand that a wedding planner could actually make some serious money. And if that was taken away, that it would impact their family, but also their community. Because, you know, my events don't only employ me, I bring in sometimes up to, you know, 50 businesses per event. Um, I think the biggest thing to learn from this is that hopefully we can be a united front coming out of this pandemic. And we'll learn how to support each other instead of just hustling for ourselves and maybe our own small community. Um, maybe we can think of it on a more um, national and global level. But the, but the events industry, we're, we're a big industry um, and we have a lot of ability to take care of each other. And, um, and I hope we do more of that after this. Yeah, definitely. I think that's a great yeah. point you brought up about the invisibility. I mean, I, I can't, I can't even remember how many times, people would always ask and, and still sometimes not not as often but but early on people would always ask me oh what is your what is your regular job or what is your other job and i'm like no this is all i do like this is my job um so that that's a very interesting people point. love to people love to say to me oh that must be so much fun uh, yeah. don't you hate that yeah. <laughs> and, I, and i've said yeah i it, it i do enjoy my work <laughs> that's a great answer megan i love it with that being said, I just want to once again thank you, everybody. I, I remember, I remember back the first time that Luke came on the show with us, and and I remember saying to Luke that um, the work that you all are doing right now is going to be something that people who don't even know you right now are going to one day thank you for yes. doing. And I think the yep. same thing can be said for Megan and what you're doing, Heidi and what you all are doing, and and there's others out there. You know, there's there's other folks out there that are doing it as well. Um, but but I think we would all agree on on the show tonight that that we still need to do more and we still need, need to do more together. And, and and if this conversation has not been the um, inspiring, let's just be honest, yeah. the kick in the ass that yeah. you need to get up and start doing it, then, then I don't know what else can be because yeah. there has been some absolutely amazing points brought up tonight. So. With that being said, uh, we're going to go ahead and end the live portion. I'm going to ask all of our panelists if you'll hang out with us here for just a moment and remind everybody, if you are on Clubhouse, be sure to come join us in about uh, right about 30 minutes. Uh, just search Wedding Business Growth, and we'll be doing the Wedding Business Growth after show. It's uh, going to start at 9 p.m. Eastern time. We'd love for everybody to join us on there just for a quick chat right afterwards. And otherwise, we will see everybody next week. 
Thank you, everybody, for being on the show tonight. We truly appreciate you all and hope we'll see you on Clubhouse with us. See everybody next week. Thank you so much. Thank you for listening to this episode. We hope you've enjoyed it. Don't forget you can watch all of our live episodes on the Wedding Business Growth YouTube channel, and you can also connect with us on all social medias at Wedding Business Growth. Don't forget to stop by our website, weddingbusinessgrowth.com.